guys, welcome back to With More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovered, or just want some encouragement. This week, I am very excited to share that I'm once again joined by the extremely amazing and inspirational Daphne Fisher. If we didn't get a chance to check out the episode I recorded with Daphne last season, I will make sure to include it in the show notes below. Anyway, Daphne has been up to a lot lately, and she is here with us today to talk about how to show yourself self-love around Valentine's Day. How have you been doing? What's new in your life? (laughs) So much. I'm doing good. Um, Okay, there's this sound in the background. I'm I'm doing good. I uh, knew in my life, well, I've I've started school, which is a lot, but cool, and I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and then I started a new job, and I'm just, you know, life stuff, just... Just figuring out life stuff. <laughs> definitely, definitely. How do you like school? Is it is it fun? Yeah, you know, it's really surprising because growing up, I was not a school person at all. Um, I went to a really academically driven private school, and everyone was super smart there. And I just kind of learned differently than everyone. I absorbed information differently. So I was kind of always put in, like, mm-hmm. slow classes and... You know, I was I was not up there with with the smart kids, and it was like cool yeah. to be smart at my school. So, I just definitely didn't have that. So I kind of just took on this personality of like I don't care about school, I hate school, it's stupid. And you know, I took a four year break pretty much in between when I graduated high school and now going back to school. Um, mm-hmm. So it just it feels very different. It's it's bizarre because. I actually like school, and it's like, like, I'm not used to that feeling. I'm like, oh, so this is what it's like to actually, like, enjoy school, and I don't feel (laughs) stupid. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so it's really nice. It's definitely nice to to enjoy it and not, you know, dread going to school all the time. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Well, it's good to have you back. And today I kind of wanted to talk about like self-love and how to like show yourself it all the time, but especially around like, you know, Valentine's Day and it can be hard for a lot of people. Yes. Um, so I wanted to first ask you, like, what do you think self-love is? Like, what would you think? How would you explain it to someone? Yeah, that's that's a good question because uh, self-love is like a, a huge topic nowadays it's like a buzzword right like (laughs) self-love yeah um but I I think I mean the title the word in and of itself is pretty self-explanatory of like showing yourself love but I think there's a lot of ways to show yourself love that aren't necessarily like you know you know taking a bath or you know treating yourself to stuff like there's there's a lot of kind of unpretty self-love acts that aren't you know as celebrated so yeah I could think I you know how I would describe self-love is like any act of self of compassion or understanding towards yourself anything that makes you feel good or seen or you know important to yourself in some way if that makes sense no yeah it doesn't always have to be like 
like you said, it doesn't always have to be like a bath or you're going to get your nails yeah. done. It can be something as little as like you slept in a little bit longer yes. or you had gave yourself the day off. Something like as simple as that. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes um, self love is not is is choosing to not engage in self destruction. You know that that can be an act yeah, of self love exactly. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, self love is kind of tricky, like because like like you said, it's like one of those where it's like a word that's like really big in society, yeah. but also like I feel like there's a lot of people out there that still feel like giving yourself love giving your showing and giving yourself love is like a sign of weakness because it's like well I shouldn't stop working or I have to keep doing this because I have to show that I'm strong but it's like and it's just so contradicting I know because self-love is supposed to yeah it's weird because we we're also living in a society and a culture that really champions like the grind you know as they call it like never-ending like work hard for everything you you know you get in life and never stop and if you take if you relax or rest then you're weak and you know no days off that mentality so it is really kind of like you said contradictory to the other movement that's coming about of self-love of like no it's it's important to rest and You know, I think a big thing, especially when you're talking about people dealing with, you know, mental illness and working on their mental health is a lot of the time we don't feel worthy of our own self-love. So that's another thing that we come up against a lot. And I know for myself, when when I first started to even try and dip my toes into self-love, it was like painful because I just felt so unworthy of my own care and compassion and I just like felt like this is stupid I don't want to do this like forget it yeah no yeah I totally I totally resonate with that definitely but yeah it's just crazy I think that that's like the society we're in but uh what are some of your like what would you say is like some of the examples in ways you like to like show yourself love or like you could give like examples of people how other people can show themselves love that's not like so extreme that yeah I mean obviously there's like the popular ones of sometimes like treating yourself to things is you know you is important and is a big deal for people like I know one of the things for me was actually like spending money on myself was a, a huge like hurdle for me to overcome because I was struggling with that like unworthiness and so to spend money on food or clothes or like anything like that felt like no I, I don't like why did I do that I shouldn't have done that I don't I shouldn't spend money on myself um so sometimes that yeah. was an act of self-love for me or like you said resting and relaxing was I used to have this huge thing about like not being able to sit down like I wouldn't let myself sit down until like the sun had gone down like I have this weird, yeah. like, I have to be doing things at all times, otherwise I'm a failure. So relaxing and not getting out of bed, like, for, you know, until the afternoon was an act of self-love for me. And like I said, choosing to not engage in self-destructive behaviors was always an act of self-love, even at the time when it didn't feel like it, when it felt painful to choose to not make. Yeah, yeah. behaviors 
I think, like I said, we ha- it, it was hard to view it that way because we're kind of taught that self-love is these grand gestures, but sometimes self-love doesn't feel like self-love until later, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I totally... I did the no sitting down thing for yeah. sure. There was, like, I used to just... I just, like, would say I didn't like to sit down, and I would just stand the whole time. Yeah, like, my family would be like, why aren't you sitting? You're like, I don't like to sit. Like, I like to just stand. It's like I wasn't letting myself rest because I was just standing. I know. It's just (laughs) – yeah, I agree with that. Like, it doesn't have to be grand gesture. I like to, like, I used to get really into, like, I used to be really into yes. baths and everything. Listen, but baths then, are like, great, but... like I would, <laughs> yes, they are great, but you can't Rely always, on like, them. Yeah. take the time mm-hmm. away to uh, do a bath. Yeah, so you have to have other things. Like, there, everyone, like, for me, like, one thing that I really like doing for myself that I've been trying to work on this year better is when is really listening to what yes. I need. So, like, if I already have plans to do something, if I wake up that day or wake up or, like, it's later in the day and I get to that point and I'm, like, I really just can't make my – I'm going to – I don't want to make myself do this. I will just change my yeah. plans. And I, I'm trying not to, like, learn to not, to like, beat myself up about it because I used to for so long because um, I felt like it, I was, like, flaking on people. But it's just I'm trying to, like – I don't want to force myself to do things yes. I don't want to do. And I think – I think self-compassion is such a huge part of self-love and I talk about it all the time because I'm I'm such a compassion nut like it was the mm-hmm. biggest game changer for me in my own recovery journey is to is to just kind of learn exactly what you said to to listen more to what I need and to be compassionate with everything that I was feeling even the good and the bad like those days when, yeah. when, when, you, if you have to cancel plans with a friend and then you feel so guilty and shitty about it, like, oh, I'm this terrible person. I should have just done it. I should have just sucked it up and gone out with my friends. Yeah. To have compassion for that as well and say, and like, you know, be gentle with yourself through that process because we're human beings and we yeah. have so many emotions. And going back to the society that we live in, like, our culture is also very much like only feel the happy emotions all the time. And I think mm-hmm. self-love oh, yeah. and self-compassion is so much like, no, you're going to feel so many things and you have to be able to sit with yourself through them and not make, not make yourself wrong for them. Um, I just oh, think yeah. that's so important. So like, yeah, exactly what you said, really listening to what your body is asking for and what, you know, <laughs> what, what emotions are coming up for you and yeah, all that good stuff. And like, <laughs> yes. And like, like you said, like showing yourself compassion, if you feel so bad about yourself for canceling on plans, it's not like you're going to, it's not like you're, if you're, it's different if you're a person that does it like every single time you have a plan, but like, if you just like every once in a while, you're like, I can't, I just can't, it's too much. It's not, your friends aren't going to hate you. Like they're going to understand. And if they don't, then you're not your friend. Exactly. But even if, even if you are someone who, you know, cancels every time, then having the compassion with yourself to sit there and, and, and sit with those decisions and be like, I think there's something bigger going on here. And what can I do to look at that? So I don't can, you know, 
continue to further isolate myself all the time? And how can I cultivate healthy relationships in a way that doesn't feel so terrifying to me? And maybe that's going to therapy or talking with a counselor or sitting down with your friends and explaining like personally, like I, I love you and I care about you and this has nothing to do with you. And, you know, having those hard conversations, I think is a big part of self-compassion too, to not make yourself wrong for having social anxiety or anything like that, but, you know, actively trying to work through it. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, (laughs) Would you think, think that there's too there's a thing that's like too much self-love like do you think that that's a thing that could that someone could do to themselves I don't know (laughs) I don't I don't really think so um I I guess like if you're using something as like a crutch like I, I know you said you know that you got really into baths at a certain point so if I mean too much of anything could probably be bad like yeah. Like I know for myself, a part of my um, a part of my disorder was like exercise addiction, right? And everyone was always like, well, "Exercise is mm-hmm. good for you." Yes. But I took it to the point of like, it became a crutch of how the only way I could function in the world was if I exercised. So if there's like one particular love act that you just like feel like you can't function in society without it, then you know maybe, yeah. but. But I, then I, I think that I, like that takes it out of self-love and, and into something that's more, you know, in the mental health yeah. realm, realm that needs to be looked at deeper. So I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what kind of happened to me. Like what happened with you with exercise is what happened with me with the bath. Like I... I started out just taking them every night just to relax. And then it became like an addiction sort of because I couldn't like go without one like I would there'd be nights like my parents and I we and my sister we would like go out to dinner and then we'd go see a movie and like it'd be getting late and I'd be like I have to take a bath and then I'd be like wait I'm not gonna get to one and I would get like all anxious and everything and it's like that's it shouldn't become that like that means it's it's, I think that happens because then we feel like that is the only outlet through which we can love ourselves like that's the only way we can feel close to ourselves or accepting of ourselves is through that one specific act and that's why I think it's important to have a lot of different ways of showing yourself care and compassion um it's one of the reasons that I'm so that I advocate so much for being gentle with yourself because I think there are yeah. so many ways to be gentle with yourself and caring with yourself. Um, so yeah, I think stuff like that happens when it's like that becomes like our only source of connecting back with ourselves. And if I don't have that, then like I'm so lost. <laughs> I know. And it's just so funny. Cause like, as I was like in that part of my disorder, like my therapist and like everyone would like tell me, like when my parents were like, like if I it was getting late and I was like getting stressed about a bath, they're like, "Well, what if you did something else to relax tonight instead of taking a bath?" And I was like, I like shut yeah. it all down. I was like, "No, no." But like that's where the problem is because it's like I wasn't even willing to try anything yeah. else because that was the only way I felt good about myself. I guess is if I was taking a bath yeah. every night. It and, was. It became like your only source of relief, right? Of like, yeah. yeah. For that time, and, you were okay. 
and it wasn't even like it was enjoyable at first but like as i kept doing it like there were definitely nights that i was like this is not fun yeah i was like why am i sitting in this yeah. like what am i'm, I'm, doing? Really, I'm laughing like, because i i'm i can so relate to that so many instances just flashed through my mind in my own life where i had that exact feeling <laughs> yeah like we it was like thanksgiving like holidays especially we'd have a bunch of family in town i'd like go take a bath and i'm like why am i doing this when i could be like playing a game down the Mm -hmm. stairs like my family like it's just it became like my outlet and it became obsessive Mm -hmm. and it was no longer self-love to me it was always more like me putting thinking that was the only way i could experience like compassion and love yeah and then you inevitably end up feeling worse because it is taking you away from spending time with friends or family and stuff like that. And then you feel guilty exactly. on top of it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I've been there. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, that's, I think that that kind of feeds into like bad ways because there's not like I wouldn't say there was like technically like a bad way to show yourself self-love unless it were to come and become and turn into what we just were talking about. Like, I think self-love is really good as long as it's not turning into like an addiction or an obsession. Yeah. And then like you said, then I think that's no longer self-love. It becomes more of a... exactly. A, a negative behavior versus a positive one. Yeah, it's kind of like I like I like read an article. This is like I don't even remember what it was, but I read an article. Like it was a woman talking about how she, when she was first like at the beginning of her disorder, she like was telling herself that she was doing it because she loved mm-hmm. herself and it was self love. And it's just like crazy because like I definitely felt that way. Like I thought I was doing the right thing for myself. And, yeah. Like, but that's just like something so minuscule like that, like even like taking a bath or something like that, like can just turn into this dis- de- demeaning and like acts that's like so bad for you. Yeah, well, I think that's one of the most toxic things about the diet industry is that it has convinced everyone that dieting and exercising so extremely is normal and healthy and there's nothing wrong with it and it's there's nothing bad about it and losing weight is the ideal so that's become so normalized in our culture that like you know a lot I remember there were times in my disorder where I was the most sick I've ever been and people were like championing me like oh my god I wish I had your dedication like like, no this is disorder like I'm sick what are you talking about (laughs) I don't like this no yeah it's just crazy because like no like I can't even like society is so yeah it's so messed like obsessed with like that culture like you need to like exercising every day Mm -hmm. is what you need to do and like I can't even go on like any way like even just like snapchat like I'm watching like the food network snapchat story and like I'll speak it'll go off that and like it'll be an ad for some like it'll show like a picture of someone it'll be like do you wish you looked like this and it's just like what I'm like, I'm looking, I was like, what? Yeah, well, that, you know, <laughs> diet culture like, is, the diet industry is like a 66, $63 billion industry or something like that. Like, it has yeah. so much money, and wellness culture now is even worse because at least before, like, diets had names to it. There's the Atkins diet or the, 
yeah. but like whatever there's they have these like the names but now it's just wellness culture is just like healthism and oh it's all about being healthy but it's really just another diet wrapped up in like a socially acceptable thing yeah like and it was kind of like that's why I appreciated, like, I don't know if you saw, but, like, Macy's newest video yeah. on, like, the tea. Mm-hmm. That, Detox teas or whatever. Yeah, no, I loved that because it really brought awareness. Like, it actually was, like, yeah, these, this stuff is, Harmful like, and toxic, like, yeah. It's not, like, they make it seem, like, and it just boggled my mind that, like, the reviews on the website oh, were positive. I like, know. Like, it's what? just a scam. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scam. They want your money. I know. <laughs> but no, it's just that's that's like the biggest yeah, no. That that video I really liked. It felt like it brought like a new side like cuz like I never really was into like I never in my disorder I never was like into like deep like laxatives and like that kind of stuff, but because I just wasn't a big tea fan, but I know a lot of people that love those teas, like, just, like, from my high school, and it's just, like, you gotta be in so much pain after she, like, told me everything that it's, like, says, like, people have had experiences with. I'm, like, man. Yeah. Like, why do you like that? Yeah, but the thing about those skinny teas is they're not advertised as a laxative. A lot of people didn't think that, oh, this is a laxative. They just think it's some detox tea that's gonna... Yeah. But that's not how, that's really not how you, like, that's not how you lose weight. You don't lose weight by drinking something, like, um, but yeah, like, going back to, like, self-love and, like, that kind of thing, it's, I mean, that's why I think it can be so hard, too, for people in today's society to, like, feel okay showing themselves, or, like, showing themselves love or being public about it, just because, like, our society is so, like, not, like, I'm not saying it's anti-self-love, but the way they say that self-love is, is not self-love. Like, those, like, for example, like, I saw something that was, like, in Target that was, like, um, it was, like, a self-love and self-care section, and they had, like, a bathroom scale in that section, and I was, like, that doesn't add up like wait what yeah how is that self-love like how's that care being for yourself like that should not even be anywhere near this section so it's like that and there's like bath bombs and like uh nice loofahs and stuff and then there's like a bathroom scale and you're like what yeah and that's that's the problem is because self-love has become like a buzzword now companies are trying to profit off of it right when it's just like an extremely personal and individualized thing and one person's self-love is never going to look identical to another person's self-love because we are all individuals and we all need different things so it's it's like it's the catch-22 of things becoming popularized because of course we want everyone to be practicing self-love but we also don't want these corrupt like corporate yeah you know companies <laughs> taking advantage of that <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> um but I did want to ask you like what would you say your like favorite 
way to show yourself love? I know you talked about like spending money on yourself, but do you have like one? Yeah, like, spending money on myself another? is definitely not my favorite way. It's it's some it's actually yeah. something that I still have a hard time with, and I I practice, which is weird to say. I have to practice spending money on yeah. myself. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I hate spending. I know. I feel that. I think, though, probably my my favorite. I have like two different like realms. So one one thing that's probably my favorite act of self love is definitely like I hate calling it a morning routine because I think morning routine like routine is another like buzzword. Um, Yeah. But I I do I think there's something really important to me in, in taking five or 10 minutes to myself every morning. Like I love it when before the sun is up, before the world is awake, you know, or at least the world in California. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Just taking those five or 10 minutes and, and, uh, you know, meditating or journaling. I, I don't really like, I'm not, I I try and I try and meditate so hard, but I, I'm not good at it. It's like more yeah, just me like visualizing. I'll just sit there and kind of I'll do different visualizing ac- exercises or just kind of if even if it's just repeating mantras back to myself for the rest of the day. Like this is what I'm like working on today type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A big word yeah. that I've kind of trying to work on lately is receiving. So every morning I'll sit there and. And like tell myself I am receiving, I'm receiving because I have a really hard time, you know, receiving for lack of a better word, like allowing people to give me love or show me love or anything like that. So it's Mm -hmm. it's a big thing that I'm working on at the moment. Um, So that time in the morning is like probably my favorite act of self-love. But then on a more nitty gritty day to day basis, my other favorite thing to do is probably to just um like I said before like just be really compassionate and gentle and nurturing is another word that I'm working with lately of I think there are you know we we are so associated to kind of speaking harshly with ourselves with ourselves throughout the day and and always kind of thinking the worst about ourselves and I will speak for myself in that I can be, I can care a lot about what other people think and I'll overanalyze what other people think. And yeah. so a big act of self-love for me is, is to kind of step back and sit with myself and be like one compassionate and understanding and nurturing about the fact that I seem to really care about what other people think. And then yeah. first accepting that helps me move through to the next stage of not caring what other people think. But I have to first acknowledge that this is really important to me for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just when emotions and stuff come up like that. and Because I am a very emotional person and I cry a lot. And so being really yes. compassionate with myself with all of my emotions is is probably the other act of self-love of just like... You know, I feel a lot of things and I worry about stuff and I'm not always nice to myself. And here's the way that I can, yeah. you know, counteract that is, is to just be really gentle and understanding. Oh, yeah. No, and it goes back to that. Um, like you said, self-love, it doesn't have to be a grand yeah. gesture. Like it can be something as simple, but it's very effective and very good for you as showing yourself compassion and not beating yourself up if you mess up or if you are upset or if you're 
it's like it doesn't have to always be like treating yourself to something or yeah even though that can be it sometimes yeah I think that's why a lot of people have a hard time with like I don't have the money for Mm self-love because a lot of people think it means like going out and buying yourself something but it doesn't have to yeah it can literally be something you do at your house by yourself with no like you don't have to spend any money like it can just be so simple yeah, in, but in so terms effective of, even just recovery self-love can literally be the voice in your head saying no don't eat that you don't deserve it and you sitting with yourself for a moment and choosing to eat it anyways despite the voice in your head like exactly. that's an act of self-love it's saying yes i am worthy of that and I don't exactly. even like, you know, I don't have to be worthy. I'm going to eat it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Matter what yeah. You say. Like yeah. yeah. Like my nutritionist always would tell me like, it's not just about like, in terms of like eating disorder recovery, it's not just about like going against it. It's going against it. It's not just about talking back. It's about going against it, but doing yeah. more. Like it says not to do something. Okay. Do it like five yes, times. Exactly. Like yeah. That. But no, yeah, I that's those are good ways to so I need to work on showing compassion to myself for sure more cuz I especially in terms of the voice in your head like having compassion for your oh, own yes. thoughts is, is a good practice it's hard but it's a good practice. That's like that's like my year goal. That's like my year goal like resolution. I don't really usually do them but like it's like a resolution sort of for me yeah. like, to like show myself more love listen to myself more actually be more compassionate mm-hmm. to myself because if I I treat myself if I think about it I'm not treating myself how I treat others yes. so like and it's just like you sh- you need to treat yourself how you mm-hmm. treat others even better so like um I have been working I'm working on that for the year which is so but yeah it is nice like to hear like someone else um it's just because like even though I know it doesn't have to be a grand gesture it's nice to hear from like someone yeah. else who says like oh well yeah no I don't do especially don't when you're looking at like Instagram pictures of people in the bath and like doing face masks yeah. and everything's so pretty and aesthetically pleasing and you're like why doesn't my self-love look like that yeah <laughs> You know, no one's posting Honestly, themselves no. crying as they, you know, try and be nice to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> My husband told me not to eat so dessert, true. but I really wanted it. And so I had a mental breakdown and cried and then I ate it anyways. And it was great. But I also like felt guilty, but also proud of myself at the same time. It was very complex. And, you know, no one talks about exactly. that on Instagram. No. <laughs> I know, I know. If the world was just a little more honest, we would be all okay. Yeah, Uh, uh, (laughs) that is true. I that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I guess the last thing I want to ask you is, um, or it's more of kind of like a statement that, like, I think is true, Mm -hmm. obviously. But I just I want to hear your opinion that it's okay to put yourself first sometimes all the time whenever you need oh my gosh all the time I I have said this for the longest time and I will continue to say this that I think the word the term selfish needs to be reclaimed and rebranded because I think it is perfectly acceptable and at times necessary to be selfish to put yourself first (laughs) because nobody else is going to um, yeah, you know, to 
there's no one sitting around who knows better what you need than you. So you can't expect someone to walk up to you and be like, hey, you look like you need this right now. You should go do that. Nobody's (laughs) going to tell you to do that. You have to be the one in the driver's seat saying, I really need a break right now, or I really need some space right now, or I really need to go take a walk right now. (laughs) Like, whatever it is, um, that has to come from you. And... I think it's one of the biggest reasons that recovery can feel so isolating at times or your eating disorder can feel so isolating at times is because you do get so disconnected from you and you spend so much time not thinking about what you need to then in recovery try and spend a lot of time thinking about what you need feels wrong and feels like you shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, absolutely. Putting yourself first sometimes all the time whenever necessary is 100 percent your job and no one else's yeah exactly no one wants and even like going back to like so no one's gonna tell i mean no one wants someone else to tell them what they need in the moment when you're upset that's the last thing you want i know it makes you angry you're like tell me what i need It's like you're, like, bawling, and someone's like, well, maybe you should go, like, take a walk or something, and you're like, get away from me! Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't help. Like, you just, you're the only one, you're the best judge of what you need in the moment. There's no one better than you, yourself. And like, I also think there's something really important in that, where I think we spend a lot of time seeking validation from other people, you know, even asking, like, is it okay to put myself first? Like, the person who you should be getting validation from is yourself. The only person you need to validate that is you. And so I think that's really important in a society, especially where social media is so huge, where we're always kind of like validate me, validate me, validate me to say like, yes, I can validate me. I can get that own power from me. And I think that's just really important. Uh No, I definitely, I definitely still like, we'll ask people like do you think it's okay that I'm oh my gosh I'm like I like it's just because you just this everything around you is telling you like you're not you shouldn't do that it's yeah. bad to put yourself first mm-hmm. like you have to put others before you but that's not true yeah. like you have to put yourself and your needs first mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just it goes in again like we said before self-love isn't a bad thing yeah. like it's not a bad thing it's a good thing to do for yourself. You need yeah. it. To f- you need mm-hmm. it. Because um, I think we have this idea that, like, if we, you know, are kind of to ourselves or lay off a little bit or, you know, take a break here and there, like, I think we have this idea that we'll, like, lose our edge or that, yeah, that, yeah. So, you know, while I we're relaxing, do. everyone else is getting ahead. Like, I don't know. I just think yeah. there's this fear underneath it. Um that really doesn't need to be there. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's like definitely I resonate with that with like homework. Mm-hmm. I'll be like doing work and like this year I've actually tried to like 
give myself breaks more but like previous years I wouldn't I'd be like if I take a break I'm not gonna do my work mm-hmm. and I'll never do it again yeah and it's like that's not how it works if I take a break I'm gonna come back to it I'm not gonna like not touch it I again know, right like, it's not like a it's not like a one and done thing. yeah like, I can take a break and so I've definitely been working on yeah. college. I was going to say, it's just kind of like the traditional black and white thinking that comes with mental illness or eating disorders is kind of like, well, if I do this, then this is going to happen immediately, exactly, and then, you know, just, we just kind of blow it away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. That's just, but thank you so much for joining me again um it just I love talking with you you're just like so fun to talk with I'm so happy to talk with you too I was so honored you asked me to come back (laughs) I had let me just tell you when you were on last time the amount of people that were like wow that girl is so inspirational I was like I have to have her back. People love her. Like, <laughs> I know. And I did. I no. kind of the last um, the last three weeks while I was, you know, kind of transitioning into a new job and starting school, I kind of took a break from social media and I've been feeling the withdrawals. I miss posting. So for anyone listening, yeah. I'm coming back. I'll be posting videos this week. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm making oh, a yes. comeback. <laughs> Yes. But speaking of self love, I I uh, taking a break was an act of self love for me. I was like, yeah, yeah, needed that. Time. Yeah, it's been too much. You needed that time yeah. for yourself. But no, I really appreciate you coming on again. It was an honor to Aww. have you again. Um, I hope that your school goes well the rest of the year, and uh, I. I'll talk to you again yeah. soon. And I'll make sure to link all of your social links down below so people can check you out everywhere. Oh, thank you. Show you some love. Yeah, no problem. Bye, Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast just as much as I am. Uh, I just want to take a minute to interrupt the episode. I promise it'll be quick. I just want to interrupt for a second and thank this episode's sponsor. Well, guys, wasn't that an amazing episode? I am just so freaking blessed that I got to have her back on my podcast and I can't express how much inspiration that she brought today on this episode and just in general this woman I love her to death I hope that someday we can meet in person I think I would die (laughs) um but yeah guys please subscribe if you haven't already and make sure you leave me a review and a rating down below because I love reading them and I would love to read them, and it helps me know what you guys like and what you don't like about my podcast. Um, And don't forget to check out Daphne and all of her links down below. They'll all be in the show notes, her YouTube or Instagram, all that jazz. She is amazing. Um, But yeah, guys, I love you so much. And again, I can't express and thank you so much for all the love and support you guys give me on this podcast. It makes doing this so much easier every week, and I love it. 
and I'll talk to you guys so soon.